Hi, my name is Jackie, and this is Alive and Active. This podcast is a weekly devotional where we will study scripture and challenge one another to a lifestyle that is fully alive in Christ. In this devotional, I will challenge you to actively pursue what God says and how we can apply it to our lives. So grab your Bible and your favorite beverage, and let's dig in together. Hey friends, how are you? I don't know about you, but it's easy to feel hopeless isolated and overwhelmed in today's prolonged COVID epidemic and racial tensions. I've had many friends dealing with anxiety, fear, loneliness, and depression during these uncertain times. So my hope for us today is to point you back to the truths found in the Bible and give you some helpful resources or tangible techniques. I am by no means an expert in mental health but I have tragically gone through the heartbreak of losing near and dear friends due to mental illnesses. It's a sting that never goes away. I believe it's important for us to be aware, know the signs, and always educate ourselves on how we can help and support our mental health and our loved ones. Thankfully, the book of truth, the Bible, is full of stories and instructions for uncertain times such as these. Let's turn to 1 Kings. In this story... There was a great famine in the land that went on for many years because the people's rebellion under King Ahab. All throughout the story, the prophet Elijah is on the run because prophets are being slaughtered by the king's wife, Jezebel. But God keeps providing his every need in multiple ways. In chapter 19, Elijah got the message that Jezebel was coming to kill him and he was on the run once again. In verses 4 through 8, he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree. And he requested for himself that he might die and said, It is enough now, O Lord, take my life, for I am not better than my father's. He lay down and slept under a juniper tree, and behold, there was an angel touching him. And he said to him, Arise, eat. Then he looked and behold, there was at his head a bread cake baked on hot stones and a jar of water. So he ate and drank and lay down once again. The angel of the Lord came again a second time and touched him and said, Arise, eat, because the journey is too great for you. He arose and ate and drank and went in the strength of that food for 40 days and 40 nights to Horeb, the mountain of God. Many scholars believe that the angel of the Lord refers to Jesus in the Old Testament. If you continue to read the story of 1 Kings, time and time again, God provides Elijah with the physical and spiritual needs to give him the strength to keep going. I think this displays the importance of taking care of ourselves physically. We need to take time to evaluate our eating, exercise, and sleep habits. How does your schedule or priorities need to change in order to take care of yourself? I know that sometimes we can feel selfish for taking care of ourselves before others, but 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20 says, Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and that you are not from your own? Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own? For you have been bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body. I know we all have responsibilities, but we must prioritize our schedule to make sure that we are getting the nutrients, exercise, and sleep that our bodies need in order to function at its full potential for the sake of our loved ones, our sanity, our future, and our kingdom work. 
Psalms 127.2 says, In vain you rise early and stay up late, tolling for food to eat, for he grants sleep to those he loves. Man, when I first discovered that verse, it was such an eye-opener for me. I am so thankful that we have a good God that looks after our needs, and He knows the importance of rest. I mean, He did command us to honor the Sabbath. Why, even God Himself rested after six days of creating the world. In order to combat spiritual warfare, we must also make time to be in God's presence through God's Word, in worship, and in prayer. The Word of God should be our daily bread. Okay, so if you're anything like me, now is about the time that you're going to start beating yourself up because once again, my best attempts haven't been effective. God doesn't want you to punish yourself. He just wants to spend time with you because you're his beloved child. Like the prodigal son, God is waiting and excited to see you coming no matter how long it's been or how far you strayed or the mistakes you made. God of the universe is your loving father It's taken me years to figure out a consistent daily quiet time. It just seemed like for so many years, I would evaluate my New Year's resolutions and say, okay, this time I'm really going to do it. I'm really going to spend time with God more. I'm really going to read the whole Bible in a year. I'm really going to make time to be in the Word this year. And every year, reevaluate on New Year's and nothing had changed and I would beat myself up over it. And it was just this vicious cycle. So what really started changing for me was whenever I started praying and asking God to help me find time to make him a priority in my life. And I just kept evaluating and tweaking my schedule and priorities every week to make sure that I was getting that time with God. It took several months of trials and errors to figure out when I could effectively and consistently fit my quiet time with God into my day. I'm just way more fulfilled, productive, and overall a better person when I'm meeting with my maker. Over the years, I've noticed that my devotionals all look different depending on the season that I'm in. So sometimes I'm doing good to sing, pray out loud, and listen to an audio Bible while I'm doing laundry or on a road trip. Quality time sometimes means a Beth Moore study with my church. But more often times than not, it just means digging into a book in the Bible, praying over the chapter, one chapter at a time. Either way, it's all about quality time, not quantity. Another thing that took me years to figure out. Now, don't expect to find a schedule that works for you right away. If you are rearranging your schedule, find that it isn't working, then that's okay. Reevaluate and reprioritize every week until you find consistency. More importantly, ask God to help you find an action plan that works. That's a prayer request I just know God will be delighted to answer. As Paul says in Galatians 6, don't grow weary of doing good. We will reap what we sow. So what takes up your time? Maybe there's a responsibility at your work, within your church, within your social group or family that you need to let go of or delegate out in order to make time for yourself. Now, some of you listening might be thinking, yeah, 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 I've heard this all before. Take care of yourself, pray harder, read your Bible more, and it will all just go away. Well, I've tried all of that and nothing is working. I just can't shake this. Please, please, please hear me. I know battling depression or thoughts of suicide is so much more than praying in a way. It's a great place to start. 
But if you are battling mental illnesses, it needs to be taken as serious as cancer. Mental illnesses don't just happen because you are weak or you're not praying or reading enough scripture. It's a medical condition that requires medical treatment. Please, please talk to a professional to get the help that you need ASAP. There is no shame and you are not weak. You are actually so brave because you're making the choice to battle this out and it's not easy. Your life is valuable and you are too precious to give up on it. God has many plans to prosper you and not harm you. God is not done with you yet and your loved ones would be devastated and forever crushed without you. Trust me, I've been there. Jenny Allen, she wrote a phenomenal book about battling our thoughts. I highly recommend it. I think she did a really great job using research and biblical truths. In the book, Jenny Allen makes such valid points. One of the things she pointed out that I thought was very helpful, she said that I can't tell you to stop feeling sad or depressed because that would not be helpful to you. That doesn't do anything. If we're feeling sad or depressed and I say, hey, you stop doing that right now, that's not helpful to you. But we have the choice to change our thoughts and take every thought captive. We do have the power to change our thoughts according to 2 Corinthians 10.5. Jenny Allen says that we must evaluate what we are feeding our minds and to identify our emotions, why we are feeling that way, and evaluate what our best next steps would be. Here's some examples of things that I struggle with. Sometimes during COVID, I feel stir crazy and anxious. I think about why am I feeling stir crazy or anxious? Well, because I haven't left the house in weeks. When I realize that, I go and order takeout and have a picnic outside with my family just to change up the environment. I also have great neighbors that I know that I can invite over for coffee in the morning, although I would not recommend coffee in Texas because nobody wants hot coffee in 100 degree weather. Maybe get a popsicle or something. When I realize that I'm getting stressed or tense, I make sure to set aside a quiet, uninterrupted evening for a bubble bath, facial, and early bedtime. If I'm getting too busy and rushed in my projects and it's overwhelming, I have a great cleaning lady that I can hire to come help with some chores around the house. When I'm having a moment of anxiety, I breathe in and out and say God's promises out loud to myself. It sounds something like this. God is for me. He is never against me. Nothing can separate me. From the love of Christ. I'm a child of God. He gives me all that I need. Man, that just makes me feel so much better every time. If you're needing to feed your mind with something positive, I really highly suggest that Jenny Allen book. She does a great job of teaching us Romans 12 to remind us that we have a choice. Romans 12 verses 1 through 2. Therefore, I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living, holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And do not conform to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. 
This week, I hope you are encouraged to take care of yourself, spend time in God's word, use the power and authority that God has given you to change your thoughts and seek help where you need it. Hang in there, friends. If you have any thoughts, questions, or would like me to cover a topic, see my email in the show notes. I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening. This awesome song is titled Meant to Be by Ark North featuring Christina Marina. Please know I am praying for you every week and I would so love it if you would pray for me as well because your prayers are powerful and effective. I would love to hear how this week's episode impacted you and I hope you'll join me next week. Until next time, let's go be doers of the alive and active Word of God.